Hello and welcome to the first ever second episode of yet another wrestling podcast. I am your host, Fraser Porter, joined as always by David Hogg. Hi. Hi, Fraser. And our guest today, Liam Sharp. Hi there. Thanks for having me. No problem. It's a pleasure having you here. Would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Uh, we might be hearing you for the first time. Definitely hearing you for the first time on our podcast. Tell us where you're from. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, like you said, I'm Liam. I host the Developmental Podcast along with uh, my co-host, Dion and Michael Farah. And sometimes in this one you can turn up. Uh, we, bothered, co- yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we cover all things NXT UK and a lot of like the little British independent scenes here and there, progress chapter reviews, things like that. It's a laugh, nothing too serious, and nothing as fantastically magical as this setup with lovely fairy lights, yes. I must say. So we're currently sitting in the recording studio, our exclusive recording studio. It's definitely not the universities. <laughs> it's a very nice nice area it is quite nice yeah yeah where can we find you then at the developmental podcast so you can follow us on twitter at develop podcast and you can follow me at liam a Stewart. fantastic well we'll just get we'll jump right into into the rest the meat of the podcast the, the main meat. course uh, so the big news this week we'll go through the news first uh, the women's main event at wrestlemania was confirmed it was confirmed as the main event on and it's monday. also on monday it's also now been changed ever so slightly so, what do you think of the news that Charlotte is now the SmackDown Women's Champion, and it's also the main event, the first ever women's main event at WrestleMania? Okay, so main event, totally happy with. I was kind of a bit iffy that they weren't going to do that, because, you know, big Vinnie Max like, <laughs> dropping and changing his plans all the time. But I'm really glad that it's confirmed, set in stone as the main event. I do think it's, it's been the biggest story in the company for about six months. So I think it's only good that they are getting the main event. And they're not just getting the main event because they're women. They're getting the main event because is the biggest story in the company. With Charlotte becoming the new SmackDown Women's Champion, I know that Fraser and I had a big moan. We'll go into this a wee bit later when we yeah. cover SmackDown, but yeah, uh, we, we've had a wee bit of a discussion about it. I don't know what your thoughts, we'll get to that later on uh, the thoughts on SmackDown's Oh, I don't like result. Asuka, so this is going to be an interesting discussion. Funnily enough, I am off a similar boat and oh. I'm not the biggest Asuka fan. I'm going to fight you both. Oh, this with one good. hand. With one hand. Yeah, you've got a wee, a wee burnt stump hand at the moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the women's main event, what's your thoughts then? I mean, what's the best thing about it for me isn't necessarily just that it's happening, but it feels organic. Yeah, A lot Agreed. of the times with... They did the women's Hell in a Cell and it made sense for the feud with uh, Charlotte and Sasha. But since then, everything else, there's always been that slight bit of doing it to say historic, first ever historic. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Whereas Charlotte, even though you know everyone says she's been shoehorned in, I think it actually has really helped the feud in the later uh, sort of months of it and to the point where this main event, it's the three women who deserve this first main event. I know a lot of people love Sasha and love Bailey, but right now... It feels perfect. I really hope they don't put Ask on it. That's kind of the latest That's thing going around. Also, I don't. I don't. There's no, they won't. It's, it's. It doesn't feel natural if Ask gets inserted. No. However, right now it does feel natural in the the, the triple threat we have organised uh, as the main event and and how it's been built to. We mm-hmm. don't want to ruin that too much. Yeah. Um. I've got thoughts on what I think Ask will do, uh, but we can talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. Well, moving on to the next news. Um. Conor McGregor has retired from MMA. Now, we're not on MMA and UFC podcast. However, it's got a wee bit of a knock-on effect to the WWE. There's rumours he could be heading to WWE or he has an interest in some in wrestling in the future, perhaps. And the, the same for the former NFL player. It's, it's Gronk. Gronkowski. Rob, Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski, who listeners will remember from WrestleMania 33 when he helped the modern-day Maharaja. 
Jinder <laughs> Mahal. No, he didn't. He helped Mojo Rawley because they're pals. Oh, damn it. He made the modern day Maharaja lose to Mojo. Big Moj. I'm determined yeah. you got it wrong the first time so you could do the Maharaja. Ma- yeah. <laughs> That's why I did it wrong for do the I, first time. Do I do time. it third time a charm? Maharaja. Maharaja. Yeah. I could okay. do ASMR. <laughs> Just that. It's, um, it's quite interesting in that. So, obviously, you've got Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Latest was Ronda Rousey. Over in AAA Mexico, Cain Vasquez, former UFC fighter, has also just announced that at their big show, Triple Mania, he's making his debut. So, you know, although McGregor's got a history of faking retirement... He uh, does, yes. And if Dana threw enough money at him, who knows? But there's rumours of them putting uh, Rick in Charlotte's corner. Um, oh, is it Trav- Travis in Ronda's corner? Yep, her husband. Yep. Connor in... Becky's corner but it just seems a bit it would be shoehorned in yeah. and I think the I, yeah. backlash online might be why are men involved I, that, I, yeah, yeah I'd, agree, I'd agree I'd agree with that I don't, like, I don't think it's needed Charlotte is now a more decorated champion in the WWE than Rick ever was yeah uh, I know he's like the 16 time world champion but in the WWE alone mm-hmm. Charlotte's more decorated yeah so if they put Rick in it would just be like look it's Ric Flair's daughter um, and not Charlotte and Char- Charlotte is so much more than that she's so much more than Ric Flair's daughter she, oh, yeah. she is the best female wrestling company yeah like you've got you do have people a lot of people saying that she's been shoehorned in however if you look over the past year you've had a great that great match with Asuka at Mania uh, and you had it with Carmella as well and the stuff with Ronda and they were all great they were all good matches and the common mm. denominator was sorry I just hit the mic I got so animated <laughs> um, the common denominator and that was Charlotte so she obviously must have something, and she does now being a, an eight-time uh, women's title. Eight-time women's champion. Well, so we all agree that we don't think men should be inserted into the main event and the corners of the respective females in the match. Un- un- um, unless it's us. But Oh, absolutely. <laughs> standing ringside. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Becky all the way. Um, I'll take but, Charlotte. Well, there you go. You've got Ronda, David. I've got Ronnie. Yeah, oh, no. you've got Ronnie. But so we... Do we think McGregor and Gronk are coming to the WWE? No. No? No. I get the feeling Gronk is going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle. That's battle. what I'm thinking. Oh. It's got Jinder Mahal coming out, because he needs something to do. You know, he's you, a former yeah. world champion. Sorry, can you say Ginger, Ginger, Ginger Mahal? Ginger Mahal? <laughs> can you say Ginger Mahal's name properly? Please? Oh, sorry. The modern-day Maharaja. That's it. Yeah. Mahal. Well Kenny will be proud. <laughs> Kenny will be proud. Uh, needs something to do. So, <coughs> unless... And I had this thought this instant, and I think I'm starting to die inside already. Mm. Um, oh, no. Who better to help Mojo Rawley to a tag team title at WrestleMania than Rob Gronkowski. Oh, but what about Nicholas? He'll be he'll be the next Virgil. He'll be washed up at a convention in about twenty <laughs> years' time with his oh. father John Cohen standing over him, going, "It's okay, son." It's okay. Oh, poor, poor Virgil. But <laughs> speaking of retirements and retired stars, another star has announced the retirement this week, and it's Nikki Bella. And according to reports, she announced it prematurely or something. It's it's it wasn't meant to have been announced just yet that she's actually retired. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a feeling that she'd be back in the ring doing a tag team run with Brie at some point. She, she will. She will. You think? We know that in WWE, retirements don't don't really matter for anything. Uh, look at Ric Flair. He was away doing TNA stuff uh, pretty soon after he retired. Shawn Michaels as well came back last year in that um, experience in Saudi, <laughs> in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I, I don't... They'll be gone for a while. 
I think they'll get a Beth Phoenix as well. I think that once they'll get inducted to the Hall of Fame at some point, right? Uh, next year, year after, because regardless, that soon. Really? Okay, okay, maybe not, but they are going to get inducted into the Hall of Fame because you know. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. But well, they are. They were in that strange kind of. Uh, phase Will they reference in their Hall of Fame speech, their inevitable Hall of Fame speech, that Nikki wanted Brie to die in the womb? <laughs> oh God! Oh. Um, I hope, I hope not. See, I think from what I read, I think it was PWI Insider, maybe or, mm-hmm. or some website quoting Meltzer, most likely. Yeah, was that because obviously she's launching her podcast yeah. yesterday, today. Uh, oh, I think. Well, this will it'll be today of recording. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, a rival podcast. Yeah, I think she was meant to be announcing it on that that she was. Yes, I, I believe the first episode was that she was meant to be. So it's interesting because she has her Ambry have a tainted legacy, I guess you could say. Mm. Like for the time, they were fantastic in ring, and you know you can tell that they have a legitimate love for the business, and you know they did some great stuff with Twin Magic, and to be fair to them, they're not bad in ring. But whenever one of them does something wrong. The internet wrestling community is on them like a yeah. Like a yeah they really which, jump down their throats, don't yeah. they? Which is a shame, because uh, Evolution uh, Nikki had a fairly serviceable match with Ronda. It was pretty good. You know, Nikki did improve in the ring massively. Yeah. So, and you know, obviously when Brie came back, she had a few, a few major botches. But then again, you know, she had a she'd had a child. You know, less than a year. Uh, yeah. Prior, so, but they are. I don't. I don't want to say pioneers of the women's revolution, evolution, trademark as Stephanie. They were definitely before. part of that group that sort of pushed the neck. That was the transition from the models that couldn't really wrestle. Cough, cough. Kelly, Kelly. The well, she's the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Don't don't, um, don't go with Kelly, Kelly. So Kelly, Kelly. Um, and moving from the, them, so they were sort of the transitioning phase. Yeah, it's an important stage, and yeah. you know they're never going to get the appreciation that Sasha and Charlotte, your out-and-out wrestlers, will have. But yep. without them, you couldn't go from future Hall of Famer Tori Wilson to uh, Charlotte Flair. Yeah. So they were needed. Definitely. Yeah, they were sort of in that group with, like, Natalia and Michelle McCool. But but speaking of Natalia... Nice segue. Nah, thank, you. Well thank you. Her father and uncle, Jim Neidhart and Bret Hart, um, are being inducted into the Hall of Fame as the Hart Foundation. Now, to me... This is lacking a few members. Yes, but yeah. there's reasons for there that. There is reasons for that, but uh, yeah, well, the, what? I mean, there's not much to really say apart from the Hart Foundation are going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, um, as you said, there's a few members missing. Uh, Owen Hart, there's problems with Martha Hart at the moment. Yep. And that's why, but I think that that'll all get sorted out, but um, there's no way that they can induct Owen without mentioning obviously what happened to him at Over the Edge in 1999. I don't think Owen will ever be in the Hall of Fame. I think between the issues with, obviously, what happened at that show yeah. mm. and the way Martha is, like, you only have to look at Mark Henry crying, yeah. saying he deserves to be here in his Hall of Fame speech. The one that's interesting for me is, I'm assuming because he wasn't announced as going in with them that they're probably going to get uh, inducted by Jimmy Hart because he was an important part yeah, of the Yeah, he was an Hart integral Foundation. part of it, but... Ah. Yeah, I think he'll be the guy inducting them. Um, and it avoids them making Jimmy Hart a two-time Hall of Famer. Which yeah. There's a lot of this year. Yeah, we've got... Is Booker T? Book- Booker, Booker T is going to be one. Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Uh, um, and well, that's, well, that's um, Triple H in one. So he'll go in again once he retires. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, but that's Brett going to be a, a two-time. Double, a two-time. Yeah. 
uh, is Nightheart. Or Nightheart is as well. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's a made-up Hall of Fame. I mean, it, it genuinely means yeah. very little, but it's that sort of. I suppose it's a recognition as well, but it's yeah. you know it's totally there are some people who deserve to be in there who just aren't. Did either of you as kids think that it was an actual Hall of Fame? Because I definitely thought there was somewhere you could go and it would. You be could like, go, yeah. Um, like the NFL. Hall to of be Fame. honest, I'm not sure. Uh, I would, I would always watch them, but I was just more like. I liked seeing the, them out of character, per se. Um, I've never watched a Hall of Fame ceremony. And I'm ju- not watching it this year. And judging by last year's, I never will. Oh, with, um, was it, uh, oh, whose speech was Hillbilly Jim. Hillbilly Jim. No. And the, I think the worst one was Mr. T's. <laughs> Lasted forever. I think they've moved it to the Saturday this year. It's a Saturday, yeah. I was looking at my work schedule and I was like, oh, yes, Saturday I'm a, a morning shift. Takeover. I can watch Takeover. They're like, no, it's Friday. Friday. So yeah. luckily I'm off because otherwise oh, I'd goodness. be flying over there and you know yeah. sort out big deal. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be in the crowd. You'll be the big free agent. Oh, big free agent. Yeah. But that is the roundup of the news for this episode. Yes. Um, news. We'll quickly run down Raw uh, this week. We'll quickly run down SmackDown, and then we'll, we'll sort of just have a wee chat about what's been happening and the road to WrestleMania. So in Raw, we obviously had uh, it was the Beat the Clock Challenge with uh, the the women from the main event. Uh, what are your thoughts just quick thoughts on the beat the clock challenge I didn't really understand the point of it because I kind of jobbed out the entire riot squad who have fallen off a cliff ever since Jim the Andrew Nightheart going through a table oh god yeah well I thought that was kind of a shame that they jobbed out the, the riot squad because uh, Ruby Riot especially who was tipped for big things uh, a while ago has now just been absolute cannon fodder yeah but I, at the start I did enjoy Ronda's promo a really okay. the dropping the mic oh I've got something else to say it was a bit it was a bit out there but it was yeah I mean it was it was fairly enjoyable and yeah. she is getting better on the mic she is it's a shame she might be leaving soon mm-hmm. yeah it, it, it works for her in that people don't like her on the mic because realistically she shouldn't have to say anything yeah so yeah. the way of picking it up and saying more was great I didn't watch it live so when I saw got Twitter uh, DM of one of my friends and was like Oh yeah, uh, Becky won. Then it was uh, Ronda and Charlotte didn't beat Ruby, and I took that as oh Ruby Riot's beating Charlotte. That's yeah. great. And then I watched it and I was like, oh no, <laughs> she just lost. But like three seconds after the time ran out, yeah, it just it wasn't for anything. If they had done it like elimination style at Mania and you got in last mm-hmm. by by winning, but it was for momentum going into the road to WrestleMania. Going into the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a weird thing to have. I can understand why they would want to have that. Like on the show, like it gets all the the challengers in matches, and it makes mm-hmm. it have a wee bit of competitive. Because right now, it does feel like they're just trying to stretch this feud to get it, Until which will will bring it on the SmackDown soon for that, which they really feel like they're stretching it. Yeah. Um, and it, I feel sorry for the the Riot Squad in that they they deserve a lot more, but they're like at least they're getting featured prominently. True. That's, you know. True. I think also definitely the wrong person won. I, I feel mm-hmm. like I get that Becky went in my roll up as opposed to like trying to beat up Liv kind of does a whole yep. she's the smarter wrestler but if you're going to tell me that I should believe that Becky Lynch can beat up someone faster than the former UFC the champion former. I yeah. did I did like the uh, Ronda's transition into the armbar and I do like how that the armbar is so protected with Ronda that they tap out immediately how it should be like she locks that in yes. as soon as she pops those hips the way it should be exactly it always annoys me when someone gets put in a sleeper hold and it, they just sit there for about six minutes, and it's like, oh, it makes them look stronger. Like it makes them look dead. It makes it, yeah. <laughs> like 
if you've ever toy fighted with anyone when you definitely didn't try this at home, yeah, you get put in like a, a chokehold and it's like that's it, you're done, yeah. But like that's I'm looking forward to that moment at Mania where she locks in and Becky fights through the pain. Um, it, it's been building up for quite a while. I feel that that yeah. sort of that image. The, the the other thing that I had that I was kind of a bit I I agree that I don't think Becky should have won because Becky's character is not uh, unbeatable. Sorry, I hit my microphone again. Um, Becky's character is not, you know, winning at, winning at all costs. She is uh, not so much an underdog, but uh, can be quite scrappy in her in her victories. So I don't really think... I think Ronda should have absolutely decimated everybody. Yeah. Well, that moves us on to... Uh, there was the Raw tag title match, or Raw <coughs> tag title scene. Uh, at the big spot, I think, was Alistair Black doing that double black mass kick to the revival continuing which, continuing the question of what's happening with what's the titles in mania yeah it, do we think who do, who do you think is going to challenge because that's well, black oh, and you think black and ricochet are black gonna, and ricochet but like and they'll win where is it on the card pretty sure the problem I have with them going for the titles and yeah no it's fine it aired today that we're recording so or yesterday is that Blackishy, as they're being getting called, yep, are amazing. also competing for the NXT tag team titles at Takeover. Yep. So theoretically, if they're if they're knights for the uh, Raw titles, unless I'm to believe that they're going to be like the first to hold a title on each at both, hold like. All I mean, the we've belts. had Paige do oh, NXT true. and Divas. Kevin Owens um, as well. And Owen, no, Owens had lost the NXT title by that point, so but. No, like I can see them winning the tag titles on both shows. Strangely, but be fantastic. If they're going to only take one, it will be the Raw because oh. NXT, the United, uh, the undisputed era, I think, are walking away with all titles. But really? What, yeah. But what we'll was get into it, that later? I thought War Raiders had the tag titles in NXT. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. True. Yeah, you forget about that. I'm I'm completely lost then. Yeah. No, I think I don't think War Raiders are losing it to Black O'Shea. I was quite happy having forgot about War Raiders, and now you've. Now you made me remember that. Uh, I'm sorry. Cartwheels. David. War, war, war. Well, and then another big mini match has been announced. Uh, or it, it's, uh, it's a big match. Uh, mm, a match has been announced. Roman Drew. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I know I'm, you're thinking Finn I'm, Lashley. Were you thinking of Finn Lashley? That was Finn Lashley. No, I'm, I'm going to start big here with, with okay. Roman Drew. The big dog. The big dog himself woof, woof. versus the Scottish <laughs> psychopath. Have you got a sound effect for that one too? Yeah. Um, ah... Wow, it's like we have an actual psychopath in the studio. Uh, yeah, so it's the big dog, woof woof, versus the Scottish psychopath. Ah, uh, there we go. That's yeah, that perfect. Sorry, Sorry. yeah, no, that that's all the analysis we need yeah. on that. Uh, who's winning? It's tough. Uh, Ro- it's gotta be Roman, right? Kinda. Does it? Roman beat Roman beat. He'll put he'll put Drew over pretty well because Drew. I wouldn't be. I would say that they are the next two challengers for the universal title. Yep. Yeah. Either one of them. Inclined to degree. So you could almost treat this as a number one contenders match. Yeah. But I, re- I just, I just want to see Drew with a, um, not even a title run, just up that, uh, up that high in the card again, because he's not been up there since the Dogs of War. Mm. Which, oh gosh. Am I, bring, am I bringing back less memories said of the best? You were just giving me countless Vietnam flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about Raw being three hours is that I can forget two yeah. of it. I'm sorry. The interesting thing is, I feel like Drew should be in the position that Braun was in, but whilst being infinitely more talented. Yeah. Because I've never, I guess, bought the hype. I, I never got into Braun when everyone else was. Right. And he's kind of 
literally fallen off a cliff. He's cooled so much yeah, compared uh, yeah. to last year. I think it's just repetitive. So it's good that I, th- I was worried he was going to get shoehorned in this match as the ping guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good that this match is going to happen. I can't wait to see the spear countered by a claymore kick yeah. that's almost certainly going to happen. Gonna happen. Oh. And, yeah. Uh, see, I, I, I think McIntyre's winning this one. Oh, really? I uh, think that because Roman's come back and he's finally getting some cheers, you know, <laughs> if they make it look like he, if he wins on the his first sort of mania back, um, there might be a risk of folk turning on him again. And I think that if they have Drew win and defeat, make his big like it's make it a big deal about Roman's comeback, and then have Drew be the Scottish psychopath, and be an absolute uh. thank you, be an absolute bastard, and have him beat you know Roman on his big return to Mania, and I think that would be the best way forward for for Drew. It makes sets him up to challenge Seth very nicely because Seth is winning. The problem with that though, great idea, but it's it's clever. See, exactly, you, you that's to, the problem. You have, you have to think forward and go, man ill, man return, man win. T- to be fair though, the booking in WWE has been better recently. Yeah. They have been listening to fans and I think that they do want to do this underdog story with Reigns correctly this time. They have an opportunity to redo the whole thing. Well, we are the authority. I we, don't are. Know if you're, so we are. That's why. Uh, see every Monday night at 1am, I've got my suit on. I've got my suit sitting in my bed, suit on. I'm like ready to send any email I need to to get a match Anon- changed. Anonymous GM is collectively the three yeah. of us. That's yes. yeah, collectively. Yeah. That's why Hornswaggle is actually replacing um, Hornswaggle. 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 <laughs> is replacing uh, Tony Nice and is going to defeat. But they're not the same person. They look the same. Oh, <laughs> both small. Ve- very good abs on Swaggle. On Swaggle. Swaggle. <coughs> and then, well, we mentioned it before, but. Finn Lashley will go a wee bit down the card, I'd imagine, okay, for the right. Intercontinental title. Thoughts? Why on earth did they give the belt to Finn to just take it off him the following week to then set up this match at Mania? So, David. What is the, what's the point? Or, so, we, or just do it with just don't change the, the belt and just have the demon at Mania so we can beat up Lashley and then we can all be we can all be happy if, and have. If we take you back Finn. to August 2018. Right. Do you remember SummerSlam? Uh, briefly, I was who really did, tired. Who did Finn face? Uh, was it Baron Corbin? It was Baron Corbin. Now, I have a feeling it's going to be the exact same match for replacing Lashley with... Or replacing Corbin with Lashley. And it's going to be another display so Finn can have his demon come out and destroy him in 20 seconds and it's a lot more satisfying if he says he wins the title on the grandest stage of them all instead of, oh, and the demon has defended his title. The demon has won the title. as a much better soundbite and WWE works two soundbites. You notice how they say everything specific, like, I am challenging for the WWE Raw Tag Team titles at WrestleMania pay-per-view this Sunday on the WWE Network. Which is nine ninety nine free for the first yeah, month. Yeah, so they do subscribers. everything to try and get a soundbite that can yeah. work for a future package, and I think it sounds better, and they've realised that and gone, crap, we should have had them win it then. What disappoints me, and I guess this is the classic age-old wrestling fan mistake of booking with your heart and then getting yourself convinced that's what yeah. happened. I was the, um, so sure it was going to be Bobby Lashley versus Leo Rush at WrestleMania because they did the bit did where the Leo held the belt and I was like, Leo Rush is great. He started to get over the fact that everyone just remembers that time he no-spilled one spot and, you know, it's okay for mm-hmm. years when Undertaker does it, but we don't know this guy, so hmm. let's attack him. Yeah. But I was like, Bobby Lashley, big guy, throwing around Leo. Leo gets a big win, you get a new star at Mania. But no, we just have to sit through a match that I just don't want to see. It should like be on the pre-show. Wants. 
No. But it won't be on the pre-show because it's the IC title. It's got a higher chance of being on the pre-show than anything else, I think. What do we see happening to the IC title once Finn wins it? Um, I think potentially move to SmackDown and swap the belts. I okay. see move yeah, to I see SmackDown. Yeah. Um, I, just, I, I don't see there's any more competition on Raw for Finn no. if he's getting the title. Well, I was going to say feud with AJ, so that kind of yeah. sucks it. I feel like that's the sort of level of feud that they're going to need to do to make people care about that belt. Yeah. What I would quite like to see is, and again, this is never going to happen, uh, Finn, AJ, and the Good Brothers form a faction. Undisputed Era come up, then eventually uh, Finn and AJ can turn on each other and we have that feud. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see it, but it's never going to happen because WWE kind of refused to acknowledge that New Japan things exist. And because uh, the Good Brothers are on the way out, aren't they? It I looks know, like they could be. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But the rumour mill. The rumour mill, yeah. Mel Surf said that someone yeah. told them someone, a couple of weeks ago on a taxi. Yeah. 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 I know I've, my, my uncle works at Nintendo, actually. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, but we've got the goss. All the shout out to Fraser's uncle. Doesn't actually work. Bowser. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Bowser. Anyway, moving on. Um, the six women tag team matches next week. What is that advertised? Um, that is the Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte against the the Riot Squad. Right. So it's a rematch essentially. Essentially, but there is six the women tag team match. I think it'll be the main event. Yeah. And I can see it being a no contest as the three uh, three women in the main event of Mania will just yeah. beat the holy hell out of each other. Yeah. Seems and like all the screens have gone off the studio. Hmm. It's fine, we're okay, yes. right? Yeah, I mean, the good thing about that is it means it's a match I can turn off slightly earlier for because it feels fairly predictable in that. Mm-hmm. I enjoy mismatched tag teams. Cena Michael's tag team run comes yep. to mind. But I don't like it when it's kind of just shoved in there. It feels like they're all going to not tag in. They'll fight a bit. Maybe the Riot Squad get a roll-up win from... I mean, it's the last, the last Raw before Mania. Co- so. Just do a contract signing. Yeah. They could do. They could do. But, I mean, the match is already, I guess, signed and... Sealed and delivered. Sealed. Yeah, they've already... They, usually, they wouldn't have announced it, you know, for sure. that bit. But we also had Seth Rollins and Paul Heyman have a, a segment uh, that ended with Seth dropping the mic on, on poor little Paul. Um, and he did Paul. a wonderful, wonderful sell... To having the mic dropped on him. Oh, Heyman will sell anything. He will. He's a great sport. Um, I don't think there's much to really say about the segment. It was just standard Rollins carrying a feud that, with Brock not there. I still don't care. I still don't care about the feud. Yeah, the, at all. I don't care about the feud. I care about Seth winning. I care about Seth winning, and it's that's what's been making me uh, engaged with the feud. Is I want to see Seth win. I think the best thing to come out of this was the tweet from Rollins after the match, uh, after the show, which mm-hmm. was. Come on, Paul, what happened to you? You used to re- be about wrestling for the passion. You used to be about wrestling for the fans. I think you need to live a bit, little bit more dangerously. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, Paulie, like nice. Paulie well, well, well played. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Paulie just responded going, you used to be the man. You used to want to burn it down with the, with the authority. Maybe it's time you grow up. And I was just like, you know what, can they just have a match at Mania? That would be quite good. Can we replace Brock with I mean, Paul, D- uh, Paul Heyman? We could. But you, you mentioned dangerously there. Um... And that suplex spot between Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe. Another great, oh, another great that segue. Was, segue. That was good. That was dangerous. That was very, very dangerous. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad they did that match. Um, and the callback to their first encounter in TNA, in TNA as well with a headbutt. That, that was that really was, well done. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk 
we'll talk a bit later, uh, comparing it to the match that he had with the phenomenal one, AJ Styles and uh, Smackdown, which I thought was a bit... Uh, but, yeah, you can tell that it's definitely time for Kurt to go. It's, it's almost sad. I just can't mm-hmm. believe that he's facing Baron Corbin. It's such waste. Do you think we're going to see a swerve? No. Uh, it's either going to happen on the night. It won't happen on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, that's They'll leave fan believing. All I can... I was thinking about this in my head, and all I can see playing out, if it is going to change, is someone attacking Corbin backstage. Right. Out comes Cena, and he says, just thought I'd show you a little bit ruthless aggression. Let's go. But at the same time... See, I, I think something similar, but not quite that. I'll get. To, I'll let you finish. But I, I just feel like it might just be Corbin, and I kind of... Uh, your listeners and anyone else that hears this clip is going to hate me. I think Corbin deserves it. Agreed. He's good, and the storyline makes sense. The storyline makes sense, but makes also sense. the heat when all the authority came back and ran him down, the booze for Corbin, that is an mm-hmm. effective heel. Yeah. You don't like him, you don't want, on, want him on your telly, and actually he's all right in ring. And Corbin's going to win as well. Mm, no. See, I, I think what we're going to see is Angle is going to have the match with Corbin. It's going to last a minute, maybe. We're going to have all the Kurt Angle spots that he can actually do. And then he's going to go like, oh, that wasn't a challenge. I guess I've still got one more match left in me. And then out walks John Cena. And it's an open, like, as if it was the debut. Mirrors it. Um, <coughs> almost perfectly, yeah. And have John Cena come out. Means he doesn't go in turns, heel, I guess, not heelish by attacking Corbin. Because folk want him out of the match. Yeah. But it means that you'd still get Corbin to have that match at Mania with Angle. And also allows Cena to have a match. And then at the very end, when Angle's going up the rant, uh, up the rant, up the ramp, uh, Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin come out and they reform Team Angle. They have a Team big Angle. hug, and then Angle walks off into the sunset, into his retirement. A proper legend of the of the industry. Yeah. I mean, another big retirement that might happen is if Batista pins Triple H at WrestleMania. Triple H is putting his career on the line in can, that match. Can you please read this? How I've got it in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> big Dave and Big Paul. This this segment on Raw was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm of the belief that, and I put this on Twitter to mixed reaction, not only do I think that Triple H is the best performer of all time, I don't think it's close. There was a ooh over the, yeah. the studio there. I think he is number one, and if you're starting a list after him, you start at number 10, and then it's Chris Jericho. I think in terms of all-round in-ring, um, in-ring performance, mic performance, knowledge of the industry, Angle? I, ignore the fact that he's a bit of a bit of a politic or backstage egomaniac I'm hoping he's going to sign me so you know I'm going to yeah egomaniac you want to get yeah. you want to get signed okay sorry I think Angle's definitely up there as well but I just for me the time I watched it he's fantastic I like the fact he's face yeah and also I like the fact that he referenced the Spice Girls and all the memes are there. I like this whole, uh, I'm doing the job to the envelope on uh, the Triple H referred to. <laughs> um, I'm burying the, the envelope. I, I mean, Triple H very much knows what he is now. Yeah, he's a meme. Which is good. He's, he's a, a meme. meme. But he does it without doing the John Cena way of not caring. You know, when John yeah. Cena's like pretending that he's not wrenching in the SDF and it annoys people. Yeah. And he can, he's kind of playing up. Triple H is, he's kind of, I think LV, NXT helped him salvage himself with a lot of people because mm. it's kind of him you know, if, if your main criticism of Triple H is that he didn't put over Booker T, which isn't exactly the biggest loss to the WWE, then... But that whole storyline is still a major, like... They're still referring to it. Given the context of it. And they're still referring to it a bit today. With, with a Kofi Kingston. Yeah. 
um, I've been waiting on them saying people like you don't get a champion and I'm like please don't say it Yeah. I was like please don't don't mention it I mean it. they kind of alluded to it when they keep going people like us don't get this opportunity yeah. people like us but we'll get yeah. we will get to but yeah um, I think I think Triple H is winning I think he's been brought in as the baby face because he's what is it like 6-7 manias without a win now yeah uh, although at the same time he could just um, be retiring he won at 31 31 yeah so yeah, he'd stink which again was such a shame yeah but uh, yeah, I think Triple H kind of has to win because he's he's kind of I think going to take over that spot Undertaker had at Mania, where it is he's already I mean Triple H has already had that spot, it. but with uh, with Taker being out of the way a wee bit, I think that's going to be the new focal point of Mania. I mean, outside the James Gunn, Gamora, all coming out and yeah. shield power bombing Triple H, you know. Yeah, if Chris Pratt's not there, it's going to be a disappointment. Yeah. Speaking of disappointments, David, you said <laughs> that Kurt Angle and AJ Styles had a disappointing match, um, or it was disappointing for you. I, th- I thought you were saying that I was the disappointment there. Yeah, I mean, it's not... I mean, AJ Styles is wonderful. He can essentially carry anyone through a match, uh, apart from maybe the modern-day Maharaja. Sorry, Say I didn't, it correctly. I, oh, sorry, I didn't do it justice. Uh, the modern day Maharaja. Is that that's any it. better? Yeah, that's much better. I'll let it, I'll let it right. slide. Um, yeah. Uh, so maybe apart from that, I just, it's just time for Kurt to go. And it was just a big shame. Yeah. Although I think that the, the no contest and uh, having Randy come in and RKO uh, AJ Styles out of nowhere, and then uh, <laughs> Kurt Angle did the. Like some semblance of an angle slam mm-hmm. on Randy. I mean, it thought spin. it thought it was an angle slam. Something to know about this match: this was actually AJ Styles' only fourth televised match outside of pay-per-views this year. Really? Which is insane. I I was trying to think back, but it it's that a great one for any fan. So oh. that's AJ Styles only had four matches right. this year that's not on pay-per-view. Um, it's mental. On the on the subject of uh, interesting facts, I've got two bits of trivia. Two bits of trivia. Mm. Okay. So, uh, this year's uh, WrestleMania main event will be the first time that everybody involved in the main event is younger than the it's WrestleMania younger, itself. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. They're all 31. Or 32. They, uh, they're all 32. Yeah. She never ask a woman's age, though. Yeah. No. Y'all remember Becky's like a millennial. She's so much younger than Ronda. So much younger than She's like 21. Yeah. Right, David, next fact. And the second one is that Becky will be only the second person outside of North America to appear in a WrestleMania. And Liam, do you know who the first person is? First person outside of North America to main event, WrestleMania. British Bulldog? Ooh. No. No. Think France. Think big. Giant, even. Andre? Yeah, it was Andre. Andre was the first person outside of... That was not North American to main event a WrestleMania. And Becky gets to be the second. What an honour. First British person. Fantastic, you know... She's not yeah, British. She's, unfortunately, she's not. She's Wrestles in British. Wrestles. I made this mistake uh, on Twitter as well. I said that Scotty Davis uh, of OTT and OTT. and Ireland yep. was the best talent in Britain. In Britain, yeah. At which point people were like, he's yeah. Irish. And he's on like, the British independence scene. Yeah, I was no, like, he's in the British independence scene and also just don't don't start that. Yeah. <laughs> this is a political hot potato we don't want to get into, so let's move on swiftly let's away move from on this. Swiftly on to the Miz and Shane McMahon having a false count anywhere match at WrestleMania, and the Miz is what one of the best faces now, which is weird to say. I love the Miz. 
he's, he was, he's one of the best talents in the WWE overall. I one think in like 10 years' time, he will be on the list of overall talents, like you were saying. Not as high as Triple H, but he'll be on that list of overall who's a well-rounded guy that you could always count on, and it would be The Miz. He's been there for so long. Well, absolutely. He's done so much to kind of certify himself as a Hall of Famer. So being one of the best true heels in the company as well as being one of the best IC champions of all time. Mm -hmm. And then you add on this, what's, what people were concerned was going to mimic his 2012? 13 run. 13 face yeah. run. But to, props to him and, and to Shane McMahon as well, who's really done a good job at knowing how he's going to get heat, which is I think it's like funny people that the, see him. Yeah, I think it's funny that the one person that's managed to make Miz an effective face is Shane McMahon. Of all people... Like he's made the Miz the effective face in this, and it's worked. Like he's he's won the respect of the audience, like he said in the promo last week. Um, that he's finally won the respect. Do we think that the Miz is going to win the match? Because I don't think. I it, I think it is. I think they can. Well, Shane almost never wins. I mean, he won last year, but that was only because Brian was there. Yeah, Which, but I think they can afford to give Shane a win. <sighs> Depends if Miz is going away. I don't know, like not permanently uh, for baby for caring baby. reasons, uh, but I like that Miz has kind of introduced a new high flying element to his because yeah. face got to do flips. Yeah. So yep. I wouldn't be surprised. Shane, this falls kind of anywhere. Someone's jumping off something tall, but it's not yep. going to be Shane. That's, you think, my, you that's think, my bold prediction. The Miz is jumping off something. See, I think something stupid. similar. I think Shane is going to tease the big jump and then just sort of be like, "Nah, not doing it. You That'd don't deserve great. it." But I think I think Miz is winning. The storyline pushes it that way. I think with the whole my dad is he was proud of me for this, and then he'll do the moment for his dad and his unborn child. Also, can we just appreciate that his dad is lovely, and then all of the backstage stuff before this feud is like, oh, I'm so proud of my son. So proud of my son. And then yeah. now it's like, yeah, he's never really cared he's about anything I've done. Yeah, so he doesn't love me. He doesn't yeah. love me. I need a new dad. The first time I won. He didn't even. He, not even when he won the WWE Championship. When I won the SmackDown Tag Team Titles on a B pay per view. Or wait, was it a B pay per view? No, it was Rumble. Rumble, yeah. Okay, when he won the SmackDown tag titles at the Rumble, that's when he was proud. Not when he main evented WrestleMania and beat yeah. John Cena. Uh -huh. And that's when his dad said, I love you for the first time. <laughs> Sorry, it gets me really emotional. emotional. Um, Speaking from personal experience. <laughs> but your dad's not said, I love you. <laughs> are you saying from me? Yeah, for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hi, Dad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, speaking of other things that were quite emotional, the New Day's Gauntlet match that allowed. Kofi Kingston goes to WrestleMania. Now, I don't know if he's watched the backstage interview afterwards. That was really tugging at the heartstrings um, where they were, they, were, they were quite real in what they were speaking about. But thoughts on the gauntlet? Um, SmackDown really likes gauntlets at the moment. Yeah, they've kind of dominated. And <laughs> yeah. I think it's actually been a, a negative to the rest of the SmackDown matches that are going to Mania. But I'll get on to that soon. The rest of the SmackDown roster, you could say, because the whole entire roster has been taken up by uh, Kofi. Because yeah. everybody ran down to the, uh, yeah. to the ring after he got, after he, after the New Day won and he got into Mania, the entire roster runs down the ramp and I heard both Becky and Kevin went thumping on the, thumping on the ring apron, which I find quite funny. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm glad he's there. I know you said in the last episode, Fraser, that you think Kofi's going to win at Mania. 100%. I don't. 100%. No. I have another crazy Liam theory on this one which is oh. Kofi needs to win that's the thing like, correct one, he de like, as we've established he's, des he, he's deserved it it needs to happen and also it's you need to get that f that belt to have its first ever African American champion you know yep. undoes a lot of negative in the past 
WWE love a press story. They do. Uh, and also the momentum's behind them. But Kevin's doing something in this match, right? His involvement on it, in it was too weird not to do something. Um, so I, I think he's going to be... I think Vince is going to ban the New Day from ringside. Um, and it'll look like Rowan's going to get in, is interfering, and then you'll have Owens back up Kofi, and that sort of cements him a bit more as a face. And you might even yeah. see like Ali come out as well to take down Rowan, um, because I think that'd be very effective. He'll move from Vince to be like, oh, you've got your match, but you're not allowed the New Day. Whereas Brian has Eric Rowan at his side. Oh, and look who's back! It's Luke Harper. See, I um, thought they were going to do something similar. I thought on SmackDown we were going to get a match between Rowan and Brian mm-hmm. and the New Day, uh, Woods and Biggie. Whoever, uh, if the New Day win, then uh, Brian and Rowan are banned from ringside. And if not, then Biggie and Xavier are. Mm-hmm. The New Day will win. Vince will come out and say, oh, that's not fair. You're both banned. Right. So uh, Rowan's See, banned. I mean, there's still chance for that to happen. And then I, then I thought that um, Kevin would come out to try and cost Kofi before a, a certain travelling man who's been in Edinburgh and Newcastle. Recently. He was in Newcastle. Was he in Edinburgh? Yeah, he was. In, uh, he was up at. Uh, this is going to really be local to the people, but yeah. he was up at you know the pubic triangle. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was there, which is an odd place for Sami Zayn. When to was be. Sami Zayn in Edinburgh? Uh, the day before he went to Newcastle. Ah. Yeah, I saw it at work, and I was like, "How much do I need my job?" <laughs> yeah, my friends were out hunting for him in Newcastle. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, so I could see it feels like the time's right to bring Sammy back. It feels like he needs to be faced when he comes back because as much as the heel worked, he's going to get cheered when he returns. Yeah. But at the same time, they need they need to do something with a lot of people because the US title match being a singles match has now left. Andrade, yeah. who has been on like the run of his career. Yeah. Mustafa Ali, who also has just, what, Battle Royal? Yeah, I, I think we might see that being changed last minute to a ladder match. Yeah. Um, I just don't know how it will... Can I just um, pick you up there, Liam, on something you said? Uh, you called him Mustafa Ali. Oh, his yeah. name is now just Ali. 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 Another one of WWE cutting off first names of their... You'd just be Hog. <laughs> to be fair, that is a great... I mean, great. if we've got, what, primate, wild boar, yeah. Hog. Hog. You could join the hunt. Yours is a bit less impressive. You might say it's just another first name. Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> Making his way to the ring. Stuart. Stuart. I am... Um, I mean, you'd be poor to... I'd have a hotel gimmick. Yeah. Oh, I'd bring everyone's luggage down. <laughs> and then Repo Man would yeah, be... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the thing for me is that... Do you see what Ali said on Twitter? Oh, he was like, it doesn't matter about the name. No, it was someone went, well, he's going to find it hard to get on airplanes. Because WWE, oh, the whole yeah. WWE have made him change his name on his passports. Was the, was the sort of... It was kayfabe news. It was kayfabe news. And then someone took it seriously and went, well, he's going to have a hard time getting on, airport, uh, on planes and airports with Ali on his passport. And just no chill Ali went... Yeah, I already had enough trouble getting on uh, airplanes, kid. And I was just like, I love you. That was brilliant. You are the purest human human being in the world. And (coughs) tag team champs give them all the tag team belts. Mustafa Ali, sorry, Ali Ali. and uh, Zayn, Sami Zayn. Zayn. Just the good Samaritans. Just give them all the belts. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so the the one thing I want to know about the gauntlet match, I thought it was fantastic that the Usos forfeited. I think that protects, uh protects them as a tag team. And it, it sort of there was no way the New Day could beat them believably that at that point. Yeah. So it was a very nice moment. It sort of keeps the New Days and the Usos, um, what was it, the mutual respect alive. Um, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they've they've got an an ongoing thing which yeah. will just last from now until, until yeah. the end of time. But 
And it sort of it cemented them as faces, which I think has been a bit murky recently. Yeah, because they had to be heel for Shane. For Shane and, and Miz, and, and then they had to be face again, for Sanity or whoever yeah, whoever they've been facing. So they've been sort of tweeners, but I think that cemented them more as as face. Yeah. Um, the other big thing that happened on SmackDown, which we've also we've referred to, um, is Charlotte winning the SmackDown Women's Title in. It it was a very strange encounter in the fact that the advertised match. Um, for the number one contenders ship for the title didn't happen and we instead we got a women's title match that with no build and Charlotte won thoughts uh, Liam do you want to go first on this because I've got some thoughts David has some very very strong so, thoughts so I'll start off with the, the weird thought of I'm disappointed because I thought Mania was going to be the crowning moment of one of my two most underrated talents in the women's division that was Mandy Rose or Sonya Deville mm. I thought one of them was getting that belt and it was going to be a good chance for someone to get a shine Sonia Deville is unlucky in that her gimmick is she does MMA and Ronda Rousey is in the company. But I think uh, Mandy Rose has improved miles, deserved a shot with it. Mm. They could have done something disappointing in that regard. In the regard that I'm tired of trying to like Asuka. Um, her NXT run was an issue for me. I liked the whole undefeated thing. And when she turned heel to keep it alive with Ember Moon, I was like, great, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. But then because of the way the NXT call-up system works and that it's kind of flawed and that everyone that gets called up gets cheered, so she had to be a face. Yep. And face unbeaten runs don't really work for me. But I just haven't really been encapsulated by any of her matches. And, like, I, I really like her as a performer that she's... Her movement is really mm-hmm. enjoyable and her character work is great. But if putting that match in the main event gets it on the show, I'm trying to work out if that is less harmful for the women's division overall than just not having the title defended. Because... If it was being defended at Mania, it would probably have been the pre-show, which is a shame. But I think I agree in ask the point about Asuka. I think she's a fantastic talent. However, I've just not been able to engage with her as a performer on the main roster. I feel like she's not been treated as well, and I think that's not on her. That is no, that's her not fault. on her. Yeah, that's what that's, that's um, my thoughts as well. I just I feel her NXT run was good, but I took a while to warm up to Asuka in NXT. Yeah, was I was like, I like the whole undefeated thing, but. It sort of dominated the division a bit too long when they could have built some other stars. Um, and I think with her on the main roster, her winning the SmackDown title was sort of out of nowhere when I think they could have held uh, had it on someone else for a wee bit longer. Like Charlotte, where we are now, Charlotte had no need to actually drop the... or like not win the belt at TLC. Like uh-huh. She could have won the title then instead of Asuka it's, and it would have got to the same point. It's really odd in that I feel like Asuka's main roster run has kind of been played by inconveniences I feel like I'm almost certain that the plan would have been for her and Paige to meet at some point while she was undefeated uh, obviously that didn't happen because of the injury yep. uh, they then just kind of decided to hijack the undefeated run get out of the way at Mania which I kind of agree with if anyone was going to beat her Charlotte was the most Charlotte, believable yeah, uh-huh. uh, I thought they were going to do the and I almost think it would have been better if they had done the Shinsuke thing after the match with her and I think that should have been the turn yeah, yeah that should have been the turn of that match her beating Charlotte up you know, no, nobody's ready for me. Well, yeah, I I thought that was going to happen because there was the little like Linger. she just burst into yeah. tears and just went. Charlotte was ready for Asuka, but I thought she was going to absolutely batter batter her. Yeah, it yeah. uh, screams what what she should have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But instead, we saw Nakamura do it last right. year. Um, but I think it's a good idea having Charlotte with the title. Just it gets the the title elevated to that stage and makes it look equal. With the Raw title. The important thing as well is it was reported today that they're not being unified. Yes. Because that was the concern of myself and a lot of people. The title's not on the line. Yeah. 
it's or it's either that title's not online or it's whoever gets pinned is losing the title or the two from PW Insider I've read. Is that so? It's, so if Ronnie gets pinned, title goes, uh, the raw title, Charlotte to that gets person. pinned. So theoretically, you can't get... A double you, champ. You, you could get a double champ, but it would have to involve Ronda Charlotte Rousey. pinning Ronda Rousey. Or Ronda pinning is, Charlotte. Yeah, which probably isn't going to happen. No. So. Well, that's the... And Fraser, you said this to me uh, on Wednesday morning, is that it now raises the stakes of, oh, what if Charlotte's going to win? Yeah, because it's uh-huh. like, it's a surprise. Charlotte's yeah. just uh-huh. beat one of the, in theory, top women in the, the yeah. company. Yeah. Um, I wanted to disagree on your ask a point slightly. Uh, I never saw Oliver NXT run, so... Right. She comes up, decimates the entire women's division, and then the... Okay, sure, she lost the match at Mania, but then they just jobbed her out for I, the rest of the year, essentially, until we got to TLC. Now, I know you won't eat this year for it to be Charlotte Asuka at Mania. Uh-huh. I think the only way that would have been achievable is if they'd had Asuka win last year. This year, it would have been Charlotte had to win again. Because I feel the image that they're going to end Mania on is that is Becky with a raw title, holding it high, Charlotte, SmackDown women's title with... Bailey and Sasha in the middle, four horsemen ending. Ronda's walking up the ramp, looking very defeated, and then they all the women put the four up, and, and that's the last we see on Mania. And then the camera turns so that the ramp is in, the ramp is in the camera view, right. and Asuka just walks out like on on Heart <laughs> at WrestleMania ten, glaring at them. And then on Raw and SmackDown, she beats up everybody. And mine's, mine's is similar to you. You think? Yeah. I think you get the four horsemen image. Uh, image they for- hold up the four Ronda's at the ramp looking disappointed from behind her Shayna who loses her title to Bianca Belair in that four way yep. and the other two whose names aren't important um, who- <laughs> I got them wrong oh, on a video wrong time. Just I and-, and I got hounded in the comments below for it I was Marina Shafir uh-huh. yep. and Jess- Jasmine Duke Jess- I think I said Marina Saf- Safar or something yeah, oh, uh-huh, much yep. better wrestling name to yeah. Be yeah. Marina yeah. Sapphire I-, I think the build going forward is going to be uh, Ronda, Becky, mm-hmm. uh, money, in, money in the bank, Ma- money in the bank, and then Sasha Bailey versus. Uh, I assume the two, like Daikan, uh, they're far Sapphire, too, <laughs> Sapphire. Um, they're far too green though to come up. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think they're ready for the main roster, unfortunately. No. I don't know. Maybe you can bring them up without them needing necessarily to be in the ring straight away. They I think we'll be... see Shayna up on Raw yeah. after or SmackDown after. Well, and uh, if Ronda's going away, Shayna's the best replacement. Yeah, and be like, true. I'm going to carry on what Ronda started, and I'm taking that title back for the four horsewomen off the UFC. But then we'll not see Ronda for a while. Do we think Ronda's going away then? Uh, maybe a few months. I think she wants some time. I think she needs time off. Yeah, um, and she wants to start a family. She wants to start a family. I think we might see her. God, how selfish! SummerSlam, maybe again. Mm-hmm. Build Big up to SummerSlam. Do the sort of Brock Lesnar schedule for a wee bit, and then, you know, we might, we might but see her. What really else is there to do? I mean, she has had arguably the best debut year of MD in the history of. Oh yeah, WWE. Yeah, true. And she's, she's been absolutely fantastic in terms of the ring in ring content as yeah. well. Oh, she's taking it to like a duck to wrestling. It's been yeah. great. Yeah, it's, it's it's fantastic, and I think I think you might be right because. I think she pretty much had a match against everyone she can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, going away allows the title to flip-flop a bit more because I think Becky shouldn't hold the belt for long if she wins it. I see. I, I think she should hold it to, really? to SummerSlam. I would like her to hold it for a while, not too long, but I like her better chasing the title 
mm-hmm. than with it. Although in saying that, we've never seen her with a title never as seen the man. Her, yeah. But the whole thing of, you can't do the, oh, the people are keeping me down, unless they keep trying to stack the odds against her each. So route I think that's what they'll do once, we've got the, once she's got the title. But, I mean, unless this ends in Becky versus Vince, there's only, or Becky versus Stephanie at some point, and then there's only so far yeah. you can oh, do the whole authority. Don't. No, I'll Becky set. versus Steph, that's, that's going to happen. SummerSlam main event. Oh, oh. First ever women's Historic. SummerSlam main event. Historic Stephanie McMahon just in the main event. I'm still just waiting for the uh, first ever women's Inferno match. I said this uh, in a call that, a long time that? ago. And I want, that's what I want. I want uh, Bianca Belair versus, there's no one with a fire gimmick, is there? Ember Moon. I mean, Becky Inferno had match. the flames for yeah. a while. Yeah. Yeah. Put Seth Rollins in there, special guest ref with the tights. Just yeah, sorted. And Kane just hanging about. <laughs> yeah, Being he's mayor. <laughs> doing mayor like mayor duties in the ringside. Um, but yeah, no, that so that was our thoughts on, I guess the main event of WrestleMania. Um, you wanted to David have a wee chat about NXT, didn't you, Liam? You are our NXT expert uh, for this episode. So use that word lightly around me. It's fine. <laughs> we received a question on Twitter. We did. I can't remember who it was. I will get the questions up while you discuss right. NXT. Um, yeah, so NXT. Uh, well, so it, now for TakeOver, we've got Johnny uh, Gargano against Alistair Black and Chuckley Falls. That would be great. Adam Cole. I, what did I say? Alistair Black. My apologies. Correct you, because if not, Twitter will, and that is much worse. <laughs> My apologies. So yeah, for now, for um, NXT uh, TakeOver New York, we've got Johnny uh, Gargano and Adam Cole for the vacated... Uh, NXT Championship that's going to be great and two out of three falls as well it's going to be a great match it's going to be fantastic but uh, I, I'm going to be the bearer of bad news to everyone Gargano's not winning no I know Adam Cole's winning oh absolutely yeah, so I, it, uh-huh. I see a be lot great. of people being like I can't wait for Gargano to finally get his moment Gargano's moment means nothing if it's not off Champa. and obviously uh-huh. it's what happened to Champa's unfortunate you can't uh-huh. help it you got to book what you can with it Cole finally winning the big title mm. makes sense the card overall looks fantastic. It's all title matches. No story matches, just every match on the line is the yep. title. We've got the UK title on the line there as well. That's right? the so. match I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I couldn't find the question that I think you're referring to. However, I do have one question, which once we've had our wee NXT discussion, what, what's your basic predictions for NXT? Because we won't be having you back next week, unfortunately, oh. for the final episode before... Um, before Mania and NXT itself. So give us your thoughts on who's going to win if you quickly go through the card. Yeah. I think you so we'll go top to bottom. So yep. Adam Cole is defeating Johnny Gargano probably two falls to one yep. after Champa costs Gargano. Oh, you think we're going to see Champa? He, he's injured, but he can like tug his leg, leading him to get distracted, yep. something like that. Uh, I think Bianca Belair is coming out with a women's title. Um, the War Raiders are retaining, sadly. Yep. Uh, Dream is dropping the North American title to Matt Riddle. And then, sadly, Volter is defeating Pete Dunne. And Shane Strickland is going to be the big sign-in oh, of the crowd. Think, I think it's Kushida. Oh, Kushida as well. Maybe both. Maybe both. They've got enough time to do yeah. it. So, thank you for your thoughts on the uh, NXT TakeOver card. Me and David will do our full predictions next week for that. We'll start off with a couple of questions we got from Twitter. Uh, so, David, you've got the first one up. We can, I apologise, we can't remember who actually uh, sent this one in. We can't find the tweet. But the gist of it was... Uh, they asked whether we thought that Volter was going to beat uh, Pete Dunne for the UK title at uh, TakeOver. TakeOver. And thankfully, Liam actually answered that question for us. You do yeah. think Volter is going to win. And I, I have to agree. I think so as well. But what I would quite like is just for Pete Dunne to do like a, a championship reign from the 60s 
where he holds it for like a thousand days or like four. What's he on? Six, six hundred and something? Just beat Pedro Morales. Is he? That's, yeah. 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 So if he holds it for years and years, but I do think uh, he'll lose it and he'll go to NXT US. Yep. Eventually win the title there and then head up to oh, Rock. Because he, he's a, they're going to strap the Rocket team. He's the future, uh, future world champion on the main roster and he's going to be around the WWE for a long, long time to come. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, we, we've talked about this a lot today on the development podcast because of how big it is for the brand. Mm-hmm. And we both agree Volter's winning. I, I don't think it's going to be clean. Uh, I think we're going to see, be it while they're both down or while uh, the ref's down, uh, Eichner and Marcel Barcel, the worst-named tag team in the world given current situations, the European, European Union, Union, you know, mm-hmm. clinging on to it for deal life, I am. Um, I reckon they're going to come out and attack Pete. Uh, British Strong Style come out. Volter wins. Uh, we'll get British Strong Style, Ring Camp. It's what it is. Yeah. Ring Camp out at Thatcher uh, at some tapings. And then, yeah, I think once Visa situations and moving him and his family over are sorted, Pete's NXT bound. Defeats Matt Riddle for the title. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. But, yeah, so that's NXT thoughts. Uh, we've got one more question from Twitter. Thanks to Chris Wallace for sending this in, at Mr. Chris Wallace. Um, have you guys seen Hashtag Fighting With My Family? It's the new movie from Stephen Merchant and The Rock. Uh, and he's wondering our thoughts on it and our and the, our thoughts on the career of Paige. I have not seen the film. I'd right. like to, but I've not seen it yet. Me neither. Okay. The person I went to see it went without me. What an idiot. Yeah, cheers, Ennis. Yep. So Ennis. Yeah. Ennis. <sighs> Such, he, a, he, such a bad name as well. Ennis. Ennis. His wrestling name would be McVeigh. McVeigh. What a bad name. It's a bad name. Yeah. And For he, a bad friend. He, he doesn't seem to be cl- too clued in on things. He doesn't know a lot of things on Twitter. Oh, you know what he told me today? What did he tell you Here, today? Here's an Ennisism exclusive. He thought that mice, like computer mice, were called that because he used to be made of dead mice. And they'd put a little ball underneath them, connect the cables up, and it was the best hand shape they could get. Ennis. True fact. That, that, is that a true fact, Ennis? We want confirmation. When you, when you listen to this... Also, I, it is. You know how like there's like a measurement for everything? Like, every distance can be measured. <laughs> the measurement for the movement of a computer mouse is called a Mickey. Oh. Another, well, another use of... Fun factoid. But fact, poor show, sure, Ennis. They're not, they're not actually dead mice. But yeah, uh, I have seen Fighting With My Family. Um, I'll not spoil it too much. Uh, I thought it was a, a good film. It was... Nice. It was quite com- comedic. Uh, the film was definitely carried by uh, Nick Frost and Vince Vaughn. Um, but yeah, I, I, if you like wrestling, go see Fighting With My Family. And even if you don't like wrestling. And if you don't like wrestling, I encourage you to go see it because it, it may get you into wrestling. Um, and my thoughts on the career of Paige. She, she was a great wrestler. Yeah. She was. It was. I mean, it was obviously a shame that she, uh, she had to retire so early. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just kind of glad that I'll never hear the Hi, Paige here ever again because it is. <laughs> I take that over. This is my house. Ah, uh, yeah. The weird one for me, career fantastic. Like one of the best female British wrestlers imports. She's not and from she's, Ireland. She's, she's, she's actually yeah, British. She's definitely British. British. Uh, from Norwich. Norwich. Um, Norwich. Is that, you know, when you look at career ending injuries and yeah. you look at the likes of, you know, what Austin came back from things, yeah. it's so crazy that wrestling such an intricate art and so dangerous that something as simple as like just a kick from behind can, can end it and mm-hmm. you know I don't know what her role with the WWE is going to be now she's a bit of a tricky character in that um, she's dating 
X falling in reverse. She's still falling in reverse. Our frontman Ronnie Radke. Uh, Escape the fate for me, that's what it was. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, yeah let's not talk about Falling in Reverse. As someone who does an alternative music show, I don't want to talk about Falling <laughs> yeah, in Reverse. Yeah, problematic, problematic. Very problematic. <laughs> but yeah, her behaviour outside of WWE is mixed in that she does really well with the kids. Just on the Nickelodeon Kids yeah, Choice Awards. Yeah, uh-huh. Does really well, but then it seems like a lot of time the people around her can be a bad influence. And otherwise, I would say she's going to be the British ambassador. I th- I, yeah, I think I think we might see her um, maybe appearing in the NXT UK brand just to have a name yeah. um, Ooh, as yes. like perhaps in the future if she wants to move back home, um, we might see her there. Or I feel like she could definitely do a, a trainer role, but not the yeah, physical true. version of that. Like yeah. just, but backstage like road agent or something like that, producer. Yeah, well, um, she was she was excellent as the SmackDown GM before she, oh, the, she, yeah. before the McMahon's came back and ruined everything. She she did the good thing of not putting herself involved in it, which to be fair does help when there was no chance of her being in ring with a booking. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. like Absolution came asking for chances, and they were just like, nah, that's not him doing it. Yeah. They booked her well. Uh, but yeah, fantastic performer. But yeah, so that was our roundup. Thanks for the question, Chris. Um, I, I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. Oh. I know, sad, sad times. Oh, I, I, I never got to mention, uh, we said this off air before, but I never got to mention that the uh, Becky Lynch Funko Pop. Oh, yes. Which, which I bought. I bought on a bus. Yeah, is it arrived? Uh, no, it's not. It's not being shipped till August, sadly. Oh. Uh, which I thought was quite funny when Becky tweeted that... Um, She's got all that Funko money now. Like, no, Becky, you don't. It's not no. being delivered until the 8th of August. Well, that's a shame. But, but yeah, yeah you've got your to, Becky Lynch Funko I'm looking pop. forward to it. It can go alongside my Gerard Way one and my Kurt Cobain Funko Pop. That's a good collection. <laughs> in, the, in the weirdest... Uh, the weirdest collection the weirdest of faction. And on that note, we'll wrap it up. Liam, it's been fantastic to have you. Where can we find you once again? Let us know where you... So you can follow me on Twitter, at Liam Maestro. And if you're interested in NXT UK or anything to do with the British independent scene, check out the developmental podcast, myself and Di, every week try to get out an episode. Uh, it's a little bit less years than this, a lot less produced. It's very impressive. It's been four in the past three, three in the past four days or something. It's a really yeah. fantastic podcast. It's got something great yeah. going there. Uh, if you're from certain parts of the world, I tend to do really bad accents. You know, if you've got a good accent, I've <laughs> probably taken the mic out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, check it out. It's a good laugh. It's good. a good laugh. So we could, yeah, definitely tune in for that. Uh, they're putting content out quite regularly. Uh, David, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at David underscore ALA. And if you particularly care about my alternative music chat, then I do a show every Friday at 9 o'clock, Saturday at 7, on RNIB Connect Radio called... <laughs> Come on, David. <laughs> do you want me to say it? Uh, listeners, Fraser sometimes thinks he can do a good impression of me, so I don't know. Do you want to do, do my plug? Hello, I'm David Hogg, and welcome to A Little Alternative. I'm going to be discussing Magic Dragons and a little public service broadcasting. <laughs> No, but you can find it on Fridays at 7. No, you can't. Fridays at 9. Yep. Saturdays, 7.30. Only no, no, 7, 7 o'clock. <sighs> you, David. You, bought, you bought it as you went full. Botched. You've went full. We'll get Matthew to put this on botched. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone full Kurt Angle. With. I have gone. This is yeah. very much your snaps effect. Well, anyway, please continue with your, uh, your yes, plug. Yes, uh, a little alternative. If you care about me rambling about alternative music, then that's RNIB Connect Radio. Fridays at 9 and Saturdays at 7. Fantastic. And you can find me on Twitter at the Fraser Porter. Um, and you can find the podcast at YAWP underscore pod. YAWP underscore pod. But yes, you can find us there. Um, and we're on Spotify now. 
So you can you can listen to us on Spotify. We're on Spotify. We're on Pocket Casts. We're on Breaker. So really anything places. but Apple. Yeah, but know. Apple. <laughs> so one, if you've got podcasts, uh, make sure you listen to us on there, and we're yeah. going to try and get it on YouTube as well. Yes, and uh, yeah, that's it. Thank that's you, it. thank you for listening. We will be back next week, and then we're going to have one the following week for a WrestleMania roundup, and then we're going to take a wee, wee break, wee break, and then we'll bring it back. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.